0: Our scripture reading this morning comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 33. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 33. I'll be reading from the New American Standard. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, in the night in which he was betrayed, took bread Therefore, whoever eats the bread and drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But a man must examine himself, and in so doing he is to eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks eats and drinks judgment to himself, if he does not judge the body rightly. For this reason, many among you are weak and sick and and a number of sleep. But if we judged ourselves rightly, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are disciplined by the Lord, so that we will not be condemned along with the world. So then, my brethren, when you come together to eat, wait for one another.
1: The song that we've just sung What is He Worth to Your Soul? You've answered in your partaking of the Lord's Supper. Maybe not in the way that you are thinking. And we need to seriously reflect upon this relationship that we claim to have with God above. To God. The imitation song or the communion is that reminder of what we are worth to God and the giving of His Son to die in our stead. It's seen as you have an understanding of. The Christians of the first century, the problems that they faced, particularly the Corinthian church, and to see how excuse me, and to see how Paul addressed them, back in chapter one and in verse two, to the Church of God which is at Corinth. The church <coughs> belongs to the Lord. We are, <coughs> excuse me, we are a representation of his body. Ours is to reflect upon that as we again gather around this table to partake of these emblems. The context goes back up a little bit earlier, if you will, to verse 17 of chapter 11. Now, in giving these instructions, I do not praise you, since you come together, not for the better, but for the worse. What is he worth to your soul? there is a gathering of his people together that we can visibly see. But the thought is, there are some who have gathered not for the better, but for the worse. So you have to answer that question, what is he worth to your soul? For first of all, when you come together as a church, as a called out body, I hear that there are divisions among you, and in part I believe it, for there also must be factions fractions among you, that those who are approved may be recognized among you. Therefore, when you come together in one place, it is not to eat the Lord's Supper. What is He worth to your soul? You're coming together. Paul is addressing the issue when they came together, it was not for the better, but it was for the worse. But all the way through this reading, he lays a challenge from, chapter, or from verse 17 through the remainder of the chapter. Five times, Paul will say, when you come together. But he was also remind them, for some of you, it's not for the better. But it is for the worse. Jesus says, do this. And remembrance of me. It's not just doing this Lord's Supper. It's this our coming together. It's also involved in our remembering Him. That our coming together that we are the body of Christ. And as such... It should indeed be for the good. Verse 23 as we start. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was portrayed, took bread. It's been suggested that maybe 1 Corinthians is the first commentary that we have. On the Lord's Supper, for us to seriously think and reflect. Is it simply taking the unleavened bread and drinking the fruit of the vine? Is it in some way passing through our mind that this bread represents the body of Christ and this fruit of the vine represents the blood that is shed on the cross? Or do we seriously reflect on that song? What is he worth to your soul? Is it nothing more than a formality? Is it nothing more than a tradition? This is what was going on here. You come together, but it's not for the better. You come together, but it is for the worse because you're thinking about yourself. He would say, some of you are sick. Some of you are weak. And more than that, he says, some of you are dead spiritually. You're here, but you have not really considered what this is or what this body is. And you've lost your connection. Are you taking it in a worthy manner? Are you giving serious consideration? Jesus died, hung on a cross. Not a bone of his body was broken, but he was beaten. He was scourged, had a thorn of crowns placed on his head. Nailed to a cross with his hands and his feet, agonized for hours. This is my body. Do this in remembrance of me. Because of your sin, because of your casual attitude, because of your selfish concerns, this is what he's talking about to the Corinthians. Does it have application today? You're not thinking of oh, what this bread is. You haven't given serious consideration to what it represents. It's not just his body. It's his body carrying my sin. Away from me, so that I can be just or justified in the eyes of God. Have I given that thought when I walked through those doors? Have I given it thought when we prayed? And as we begin to pass the emblems, if I listen again to that psalm as I'm taking the Lord's Supper, what is he worth to my soul? Because I'm reminded in the reading, some are weak, some are sick, and some are spiritually dead, even as they sit and partake of these hymnums. Not discerning the Lord's body. And it's more than just the physical body. It's the spiritual body that he came to establish. That's why he would have to remind them, if you would judge yourselves... This is not just a time when we remember the Lord. It's also a time when we begin to examine ourselves. If we would judge ourselves, if we would look at our lives in light of what that body and that blood has done for me, this is the time to make the life right with God. This is the time to understand who I am and why I am who I am. And why is it possible for me just to have that understanding that as a child of the living God, the son of the living God died a horrific death because of his love for me that he desires me to be with him. If I would judge myself, then I won't be judged eternally. If I will listen to my own, look into my own life and see where I stand and lie to what God has done for me, I'll strive to make those changes so that I not suffer the loss of the soul eternally with God. Let a man so examine himself. To see, is it, to see who he really is and light of what God has done for us. That when we gather together, some as they read the scriptures, as often as you take this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death until he comes i wanting to say, then, it's not specified how often we do that, but it is, according to Acts chapter 20 and verse 7, that they came together upon the first day of the week to break bread, it's a reference to the Lord's Supper. They came together on the first day of the week. And how many weeks have a first day? Do we really think about it? Is this our tradition? Is this this the formality that we go through? All we know what we're going to do now. And do we honestly think and reflect? Take this bread in remembrance of me. Drink this cup in remembrance of me. Understand what it meant for it to be the blood of a new covenant, a new relationship that we are privileged, honored, and challenged to have. Outside of Christ, there is no hope. But it's only because of what he did do we have that privilege. Missed all the the trials, the tribulations, the things that go on within the body, as he mentioned in, starts in chapter one, to remind them, first of all, you are the church of God. You are his. May that be reflected then in the life that you live. And to understand, are they any different than us when they come together? One would not think about the other. The one would just want to do what they wanted to do. And give no thought or consideration to what it means to be this body of Christ. We do show the Lord's death until He comes. It's one of those few places, again, if you will, that we have an opportunity. Remember, do, and anticipate. Remember His death. Do it in remembrance of Him until He comes again. That desire. would I really want him to come right now? Without a moment's hesitation, without a further consideration, would I really want him to come right now? According to the way that I think, According to the way that I act, according to the way that I treat one another, what I want him to come right now. It's the Lord's Supper that grants us that privilege that grants us that opportunity. It's open at all times, but it's at this time that we're really given an opportunity for us to seriously reflect. What is he worth to your soul? How much value have you placed upon him? It's more than this, I'm here. It's more than I just give attention to what's going on. Do I understand again that eternal plan for my redemption? And how casually at times I take it without serious consideration. Of what it means, of what it means to be a child of the living God because of the precious blood of Jesus Christ. How precious is that to you? What shall it be? What shall it be? What will you do with Jesus? The question comes to you. What are you going to do with Jesus? How precious is he to you? Each breath that he gives us, each day that we breathe, we have that opportunity to seriously consider that, to give our answer. But in giving that answer, then to live that life that Paul would have to write 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 17 through 33, does give you a reflection of how much God loves, cares, and patiently bears with us. But through it all, he's telling us change while there is time change the heart before it becomes hardened give the life and the soul to Jesus have you done that what will your answer be if you need to make a change in your life be it to become a Christian or to be renew your life in Christ once again what will it be what will your answer be? If you need assistance, if we could help you, encourage you in any way and making a life that would be right with God, indeed we bid you to come as together we stand in sing.